Hey guys, welcome back to the Teen Jesus Sisters podcast. On this podcast, we really just talk about what it means to be high school girls, junior high girls, college girls, even just following after Jesus, striving to become women of God who are truly after his own heart. So today we're just going to be getting into different reflections and lessons that I've been learning, um, that God's been teaching me, that he's been reminding me of. I have my journal right here. Um, and yeah, we're just going to have more of a conversation today, uh, more of a conversational style, and just getting into the meat of what I've been learning. Number one, I am responsible for my thoughts, feelings, and actions. So there's this idea of stewardship, right? Like what God gives us, it is our responsibility to steward. And I've been reading this book called Boundaries about you know, keeping boundaries between yourself and other people, what those boundaries look like, how to protect them. Um, and a lot of it was about being responsible for yourself and responsible to others. You're not responsible for other people, but you are responsible to love them. Um, but just this idea of the fact that we are responsible to take care of our needs, um, the fact that we are responsible for what we think whether those thoughts are sinful, whether they're amazing, whether they are detrimental to our progress, our feelings. We are maybe not always in complete control of our feelings, but we are responsible, I think, for how we feel to some extent, because there are things that you can do, actions you can take that you are responsible for that can help mitigate feelings. Um, and when we see feelings, you know, it's important to acknowledge them but then to take action if you think those feelings are leading to temptations and sin in your life. Another lesson has been to prioritize prayer. Um, and it's just this realization that I haven't been praying quote unquote enough, but for me, it's the feeling that I haven't been in communion with God enough. I haven't been taking the time to sit there and listen to what he might have to tell me, taking the time to meditate on this word, taking the time to just talk through everything that is happening in life. I feel like so much of the time, God might not speak in an audible voice that I will hear in my room, but when I'm speaking to him and I'm saying things and I'm just going out loud, I'm just brainstorming, I'm like going back and forth with God. Um, and I'm just saying, okay, God, well, maybe this. And then I'm like, oh, it should be that, shouldn't. But just this idea of prayer, of quiet time, of having that time in the hidden place that we spend with Jesus, that we spend communing with him, that we spend conversing with him, that we spend in his word. And I've really just been trying to capitalize on that time in the hidden place, in the mornings and at night, um, making it more of a practice to just sit there at his feet and talk to him. And of course, to listen. I really need to work on listening, quite honestly. The next lesson, I have a mentor who has been teaching me this, and we've been going through it in our club at school, but the Holy Spirit empowers us to memorize scripture. We simply just have to ask. So sometimes it can feel impossible to memorize one verse a week much less like a verse a day. I know that I've heard of someone who decided to memorize a verse a day. And honestly, 
that is completely possible. We just don't choose to dedicate our time, our focus, our energy to it. But a friend and I recently decided to start accountability for memorizing a verse every single week um, and saying it to each other at church on Sundays. And I realized that, you know, we can memorize more. I saw these kids. There's something called the Bible Bee, which I have never heard of before. But it is these kids my age, your age, younger, older, who come together in this competition to memorize Bible passages, to memorize Bible trivia. And I'm hearing them like say, all of these words from the Bible, from God, and I'm saying, why haven't I done that? Why don't I have the word hidden in my heart like that? I can do that. And it's not on my power, but it's on the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm sorry, that is my dog barking, but I'm going to keep going. (laughs) That's my other dog barking. Um, But when we ask the Holy Spirit to help us, to guide us, He can empower us to do these things. And it takes a step out in faith. It does. But it's as simple as saying, Holy Spirit, you can help me. Please help me with this. I give it up to you. And now I'm going to take action to make it happen. Okay, God is not going to do something if you haven't decided to move forward with it. You know, he gives us free will. He gives us the choice. So we need to make the choice to move forward with it. And he will empower us. It is our effort and his results. And God's effort too. Moving on, in terms of, you know, idleness, productivity, how your life is just moving to make sure that your actions reflect your priorities. So, priorities. For example, my priorities are definitely, number one, my faith, also my family, but even in the terms of habits, I want to wake up in the morning (laughs) when I wake up, I want to get up and I want to stay up. So my action should be reflecting that. If my goal for this year is the quote unquote habit of no snooze, where I don't want to be snoozing my alarm, I don't want to be staying in bed, my action should be reflecting that. And for me, that means that I focus on one habit at a time. Yes, I'd love to be growing other habits and I can be and I am, but If nothing else, I'm gonna get out of that bed. And sometimes it's hard. And sometimes I'm sitting there and I'm like, I know I wanna go back to bed, but I'm going to keep myself going because I know that I wanna show up for quiet time with God. And quiet time with God is a priority. So I take action to complete that. But our action shouldn't be reflecting, you know, idleness. They should be reflecting things that aren't priorities. Like, is idleness, is scrolling on Instagram just for the sake of scrolling really a priority? If no, then why do I see myself spending 30 minutes on that in between assignments? Which one is more important to me? Is it the school assignments that God has given me to steward? Or is it scrolling mindlessly on Instagram and getting random hits of dopamine? It's that exchange that we have to make, that choice that we have to make. And of course, the Holy Spirit can empower us to do this, guys, because honestly, we cannot do it on our own. We don't have the strength to do it on our own. And actually, I talk about this a lot more in our latest episode um, where it gets a little deep. There's some confessions there, but I would definitely check that out if you want to hear more about that. But moving on, in terms of learning and productivity and self-improvement, right? 
don't just read for the sake of reading. Okay, I find myself seeing all these Instagram reels going back to Instagram and things on YouTube where it's like, oh, I read a book a week or I've decided to read this many, this many books a year, a month. There's nothing wrong with that. I love goals like that. But for me, what I've realized is that if I simply set a goal to read this book and this book and this book, and it's just this profusion of books that I'm saying, oh, I just want to read it. I ask myself, why am I reading it? Am I actually getting anything from this? Am I actually applying anything? And oftentimes the answer is no, I'm just reading it to read it and feel a sense of accomplishment. But afterwards, I have no idea what I just read. And that's something that I'm working on. And one of the best ways that I think to work on this will be to answer the questions that they propose in the book. Like I was listening to a podcast and apply this to podcast videos, articles, but Enwila and he said, where do you want to be in five years from now? So I was thinking, okay, I should probably pause the podcast here and answer that question. And you can answer that question in prayer with God. You can think about it. You can meditate on it. But there's not really a point in reading if we aren't going to apply what we're reading. Unless, of course, it's fiction. In which case, go on, spur on your creativity. Though, I do kind of question what would be the point of reading fiction for me right now. It is enjoyable, and if that's what kind of fuels you up, definitely do that. Moving on to what is going to be our final lesson for today. I already know so much of what I'm seeking, and I should be applying things first. Very, very similar to the last lesson or tip. We already have so much of what we need. But we like to say and decide that we need all these new things. But I look at the books on my shelf and I ask myself, why have I gone off to read all these new things? The principles in those books right there, in the Bible that I have, in the knowledge that I've built up, if I were to apply the lessons from there, I would be so much further along. And it's also realization I don't need new Bible study techniques, I need the Holy Spirit. I need what is already within me to fill me up. It's realizing, no, I don't need to go out and buy that new type of food because look at my house, I already have this. What can I do with this? And it's not saying, oh God, I all of a sudden need to go develop this new skill. And though that might be the case, sometimes there's also what has God already given you? What are the gifts that he's given you? Maybe it's your money, it's your time, it's your house, it's your friends. Maybe it's your natural talents, your natural gifts, your natural abilities. For me, it was realizing that God might not be calling me to do something completely new, but rather to do something, I don't know if this makes sense, but to do something new in the place where I already am, instead of something new somewhere else. Like God has put me in this role of being a student. I don't think that God wants me to all of a sudden drop out of school and become CEO. You know, I think God wants me to love people where I am as a student, to glorify him by working hard at my schoolwork and stewarding my schoolwork, stewarding my health, loving my friends, loving my family, growing the youth group at my church in faith and spiritual maturity and love. These are the things that God is calling us to. It isn't to go chase that next worldly thing. 
though of course there are times when God has put out another stepping stone for us, another place for us to go. But so much of the time, I think we're seeking for things that we don't need, things that aren't a part of the plan when it's just what's right next to us. We already have what we need and sometimes it might seem boring, but it's the basics, you know? And you work with God and you develop that into something amazing for his glory. Thank you guys so much for listening, for watching if you're out there on YouTube and I will talk to you next week. Have an absolutely blessed week and I'm praying for you. Bye.